What up, Wastelanders? <laughs> what? Wasteland Radio. It's the Redog. I know him. <laughs> it's uh Sunday, March twenty second. Yep. Uh, welcome to the Wasteland. Uh, welcome to Quarantine Life. Oh. Welcome to oh. our podcast. Uh, I've not gone insane yet. Not yet. I am Rich Meister. You're Eric Ortiz. This is the Gecko Games Cast, and we're coming at you live from a game, video game filled quarantine. Yes. I hope everybody's staying safe, staying indoors, yeah. not going stir crazy. You know, it's a, I mean, like, you know, you can go for, like, yesterday I went for a walk, but just as, like, a rule of thumb, like, I would, I'd see somebody coming towards me, and I'd cross to the other side of the street, and we'd just, like, give each other a nod, like, yeah, we know what's up. Because that's the way it has to be now. Yeah. Manhattan's completely desolate nowadays. <sighs> Which is fucking crazy. It's like the goddamn Division out there. Also, don't, I tried playing a little bit of the Division expansion. Not the best mood booster right now. Why? Because it's just giving you Because I'm just vibes. like, this is what's happening outside. It is. I know. It, particularly, there was an... Like, remember, the, you know, the, the Echoes... imitates art. The Echoes in Division? Yes, where you get to see, like, little snippets yeah. of the story. Kind there's, of like an audio log, yeah. There's one in Division 2 where there's, like, two businessmen talking about, like, everything that's going on. And they're like, I don't know, man, things are getting pretty bad. And one of them is just like, ah, it, just remember when swine flu was a big deal? This will all blow over in no time. Swine <laughs> it's like, flu. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, it's kind of crazy because just because it's escalating, rightfully so, but yeah, just not, for people who are not used to just self-isolating, it's crazy. It's it's wacky. Life life has changed. I know. And you just gotta read a book. Books are relax, good. Relax. Play some games. I was, uh, I was rereading American Gods and I'm almost done with it now. <laughs> I actually like, I actually think that people should appreciate this time to at least just take it easy and just relax games more than ever are going to become more useful yeah speaking of which gamestop is not that essential yeah they're officially shutting down uh we want to start with that news story because that's a big one um so gamestop for a while for those unaware was billing themselves as an essential business which is Um, bullshit which is complete horseshit uh and staying open despite government protest uh, then they quickly shifted to, um, I, I think how this originally broke is a YouTuber or something, like, snuck onto a GameStop conference call. Um, and, hey like... guys, it's just <laughs> me. He's go, wait a minute, wait a minute, who are you? It's, uh, it's me, it's Dan. Hey, everybody, it's, uh, it's me. And, uh, basically, like, they were telling... Uh, their employees like hey we're staying open here's what you tell the police if they show up which is an insane thing to have to be saying uh but now uh I, pennsylvania actually revoked their business license mm-hmm. um and they are following suit by the, the, the chains are closing it there's no reason for them to be open it's absurd it's absolutely ridiculous and um now they've officially closed though Yes. And yes. it's most likely because they just wanted to get the last sales that they could from Animal Crossing or Doom. Absolutely, but like sense. it's it's not worth the uh the bad press if you ask me everything that happened here. Oh no, for like um, the quick day or two that it was there, it, what, it was not good. What they should have done was shifted to what they initially did last minute, which was they cut staff and they were setting it up by like order only. Basically, you would call to order something and then when you got there, they would meet you at the the curb with it. Yep, would have been fine. Or just make digital sales. Yeah, 100%. Uh, one I'm sure the other. Good, good luck to Reggie putting that fire out. I know. Oh, goodness. Him on the board, he's probably just thinking, 
Damn. What what have we done? This is yeah. not the Reggie Fisame way. You guys, you guys didn't promise me this. <laughs> there was time. Uh, yeah, there's time now. But beyond there that, have been a few releases, mainly Animal Crossing. I it's played a really lot of good. Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, so why don't we start with Animal Crossing? We'll do the quick check in. Town progress. Where are you at? Um, I have just gotten. What was his name? Blathers. Yes. Uh, he's he's pitching tents in my town. Okay. So now he's officially coming, I believe, in one day. Yeah, he will be there. Um, where I'm at right now is uh, I have opened Nook's Cranny, the official oh. store. Um, I got my second house renovation. Perfect. Um, and Blathers is constructing the museum. Very nice. Uh, and uh, right now Tom Nook has me. Uh, he has some new residents are set to move in soon. Uh, so he wants me to build a bridge, uh, so everyone can more easily cross the river. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten the bridge yet. I'm still, I'm trucking along. Do you um, have the, the vaulting pole? steady progress. Yes, yes I do. Okay. That, that's I, I visited other friends' islands, and I got the vaulting pole rather early on my nice little Delfino island. Yeah, I think, What's the name fr- of your island? My name is, uh, my, I'm on Balam, which is a town from Final Fantasy VIII. Ah, I just named uh, Delfino Isle. That's a good pick. I actually wanted a different name from Final Fantasy VIII, but it was too long. I wanted to be Fisherman's Horizon. I was trying to name mine Castlevania, but you can't... I was just lacking an A. I hate mm-hmm. when they put character limits on these things. It's the worst. Like I And know, they show you so much more spaces for wor- letters yeah, than, it, than are available. It's I, actually I, kind of ridiculous. I was looking at how huge it was, and I was like, oh, awesome, I'm going to be able to put Fisherman's Horizon, and I started typing it out, and I couldn't even finish, finish Fisherman. Well, I thought that you'd be able to just just name it Blank Island. At least just have room for that. Mm-hmm. But that's a that's a big no on So you just side. went with Delfino? Yeah, because it can't fit. I, I, I wish you... naming it Delfino Isle or Isle Delfino. Uh, Delfino, yeah, fit. that would have been great. Wouldn't fit. Damn I'm shame. like a character or two off, but it's okay. Mm. But, uh, but I was—I mean, I was playing around with it for a few times, and um, just to get some different fruits, just to see it was available. Yeah, I ended up just settling for peaches. What I—I uh, I ended up doing that because I haven't managed to visit your island yet. Timing just hasn't worked out. Uh, but I did go to a few of our friends' islands, and uh, I, my island started with oranges, mm-hmm. and then my mother mailed me peaches for day two. Uh, and then I got a hold of some cherries and some pears and some coconuts. So my fruit range is, is varying now. That's so nice. Um, I visited some other islands to get some pears, oranges, and I had cherries oh, I got... initially. I probably should have just kept those. Don't know yeah, why I didn't. That's all right. I, I can get you some cherries. Yeah, but now, um, now I got the shovels and the axe earlier yesterday, and that changed up the whole game. The, the whole game is just really cozy, as it I, always was. What, what I'll give everyone as a fun tip that I like to put, I have the, the iron axe at this point, like the proper axe. Even once you get that, keep a stone axe around, because a stone axe is real good, because you can get wood from a tree without chopping it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's just handy to have. Um Fishing is as fun ever, as ever. With all social distancing and quarantining, it's it's providing a much needed little break from from life and just visiting others' islands and just messing around it, and doing it, nothing. It's a lot it's of fun. It's actually crazy how I don't think I've ever seen my Switch friends list this active before. Um, when I'll log in, it'll be like twelve people are online and they're all playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, I was say at a max, I've had about twenty people online, and when I go to look. It all is just Animal Crossing. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Not Let, even when Breath of the Wild was coming out. 
I literally pretty wild. Yesterday, I just sent out to a bunch of our friends, and I happened to be home. And I'm like, "Yo, guys, you playing? My gates open, and I was just letting people come through." It's so wild, but um, I really enjoy it. I think it's just a lot of fun, and it's just so simple. You're just on a small little island space, and mm-hmm. you can just make adjustments and just start planting, and pulling weed. I was pulling weeds for like an hour and a half. I and I was just thinking, this is fun. I told you this before we started. I was up last night until probably 2 in the morning just fishing so I could pay off my first loan. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's addicting. It's soothing. Um, and to complement that nonsense, the other new game I am playing is a very different game, but also a very cathartic game. I am pretty deep into Doom Eternal. I haven't... I have not bought that yet just because number one i want to replay doom 2016 just for the mm-hmm. funniest because i can't even remember what it was like and two i was able to just beat the last of us and keep trucking through my backlog so, so i think i'm gonna get it eventually but gotcha. tell me about doom i'll give you the quick rundown on it um i'm enjoying the hell out of it uh for starters i'm playing on ultraviolence it's noticeably harder than doom 2016 but i think that's what i'm really liking about it mm-hmm. um Weird thing to note, because I recently replayed Doom 2016 just as I was amping up for this, like, a few months ago. Um, I don't know if you remember this. Doom 2016 ends on a cliffhanger. Um, yeah, see, so yeah, like, things, like, I forgot about that entirely yeah, until brief, I read back up on it. Brief spoiler alert there. Um, skip ahead a few seconds if you don't want to hear this. At the end of Doom 2016, the Doom Slayer is captured by Samuel Hayden and is in a cell, and he just walks away and credits roll. Doom Eternal does not address any of that. Gee, It feels like you dropped into the middle of an ongoing story. Well, I um, guess that's okay? I, to make I would it say, more accessible? I guess so. And so far, it feels like there's less of a plot and more just lore. Does it have little snippets of finding out the story to kind of explain the, the gap? There's stuff going on, and it's still possible they flash back to like show how you got out of there. Mm-hmm. But where it opens up, first off... The -the over-the-top nonsense is some of my favorite yet. You launch into missions in this one rather than, like, one cohesive world um, from a castle in space orbiting Earth called Doom Fortress. Um, (laughs) In Doom Fortress, like, all of Doom guys, the Doom Slayer's old suits and stuff are, like, under glass. It's like his floating bat cave. I, I love that. And yeah, it just... I've um, seen the graphics and just the general level design. It looks incredible. The the level is so good. The level stuff and the secrets work really well. Um, the combat is tighter than ever. They give you a ton of stuff out the gate just to make things a little bit more complicated. Because if you remember the basic combat puzzles of the first one, there was a pretty simple loop. When you're not using a weapon, you will enemies will tend to drop ammo for that weapon. You can mm-hmm. chainsaw enemies to get them to like spur ammo out. And using glory kills will get them to drop health. Um, I like that. There's a new uh, adder to that where you have what's called, I think it's called the burner, the scorcher. You have a flamethrower on your shoulder. Um, And when you set enemies on fire, they drop armor. And if you kill them while they're on fire, they, like, burst armor out. So it adds another layer to that loop. Um, Beyond that, you're still switching weapons a lot. They switched up the chainsaw from being like an equip and a hit to a one button press to just chainsaw whatever's in front of you. Mm-hmm. So it makes everything move a little bit smoother. Um, and like I said, it's level drop in. You're, you kind of, like I said, it feels like you dropped in the middle of a story. Earth has been overtaken by hell completely. Like you can see pentagrams on the earth from space. Uh, so it's weird. Because who uh, doesn't like seeing that? And the it's Doom just Slayer, completely doom and gloom. 
it's it's all doom and gloom and the doom slayer is off to kill uh these three hell priests uh that is his current mission uh one of my favorite bits is uac the company from doom 2016 uh you keep hearing announcements from them and they talk about uac joining forces with hell but they talk about it like it's a corporate merger mm-hmm. uh so again framing that sort of like weird wackiness of the universe um and there seems to be a lot of like angelic stuff going on too, like heaven and hell at war. Uh, I I've played like probably about three hours. Um, Doom Fortress also has a great room in the bottom layer uh, where you can. It's basically a room where enemies spawn endlessly, but you can't get hurt, so you can just try out weapons. I also and, heard that it wasn't too long of a story either. I think it's less than ten hours. I think I heard a solid eight to ten. Yeah. Okay. So, which uh. I maybe it could. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it took you between like ten to fifteen, though. I'm sure if you just took your time and actually looked through the finding all and the secrets and everything. And I would definitely go back to try and uh, like do it on a harder difficulties. Oh yeah, that's true too. The multiplayer is also um, alluring because it is. Well, I know in Doom One it just was not that appealing. Yeah, they they not tried a lot to do. Of people were playing that at all. They tried to do something entirely different this time, um, which is it's an asynchronous multiplayer like Evolve. Mm. Um, it's one Doom Slayer versus three demons. Oh. Uh, so I haven't dove into that yet, but I definitely will try it out and see what it's like. There's a lot of cosmetics for the Doom Slayer and for the demons. There, there's plenty of stuff to unlock. Yeah, and obviously, you know, it's Doom. If, if you like a little short and sweet running gunner and just one that looks it, really, really awesome and just brutal. Um, and the other, the other note is I'll it? add is uh, I can't imagine playing this on a console. The speed that is required on like the more like i'm on ultraviolence which is like the proper hard mode like there's mm-hmm. still two modes above that and i can't imagine not having the like speed i have and flexibility i have with a mouse and keyboard well i've seen i've seen um some console play and it's looked pretty damn good it seems like it ran really oh, well I- i'm sure it runs fine it's just a matter of like the reflex i can have with a controller compared to the reflex i can have with a mouse and keyboard oh i'm sure i'm sure like for, from a playability reference. standpoint yeah, and for those who may not want to make the jump still for it, I still highly recommend getting Doom 2016. Um, still a fantastic still game. An excellent game, still absolutely holds up. As Rich was saying, you don't need to play this one or the older one to get the story. I mean, it looks like they don't really address it too heavily, but... There's a lot of codex stuff, again. It's fun. I'd say more lore than a straight narrative. Like, Doom 2016 had more of a straight-line narrative than this appears to. Yeah, and it, it just... It looks fucking awesome. It's and it's still at its best when you're in big combat arenas, demons are running out and the metal is just blaring. Like that is when this game fucking shines. Yeah, and so there's some like Easter egg stuff where you can play the original Doom music as you're playing this game, Doom Eternal, like the original from the nineties. Yeah. It's just fun. And some of the soundtracks are uh like the secrets. Like you'll always pick something up when you find a secret and sometimes it's just Doom Guy finding like a vinyl. <laughs> and then you can just go, What's this? I also like the um, the general love between Animal Crossing and Doom since they were releasing around the uh, on the same, same time. day, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of gonna it's kind of a bummer because now it's just like over. It's just like okay, well we're done. There was so much build up and friendship and camaraderie between the two studios based on their own releases just because they were going off the same day. Yeah, um, there's so much funny art and just oh, the did you see that band that heavy metal band that somebody made? I forgot. I think it was called Doom Animal. No, I did not. Oh, it's so funny. Somebody, like, uh, animated the models of Animal Crossing, like Isabel and um, Tom Nook. 
and mm. Doom Slayer, and they made them into like this heavy metal band that just plays Animal Crossing and Doom tracks, and Naturally. they're just—it's just all animated, and they're just called Doom Animal. Um, I'll have to check that out. That it just looks ridiculous. Yeah, but both games completely contrasted to what you're interested in. But I think there's something there for anybody. And Doom is just mindless fun. You just rip and tear. And Animal that, Crossing is even the, more uh, mindless fun. And are, I would highly recommend one, that if you have a Switch. Oh yeah, you could eat. Like tons a no, of hours if you away. honestly, if you probably already know about it, you probably have it. And if you don't, you're probably already planning to get it if you know it. And those who have never played an Animal Crossing and genuinely don't think you should or maybe won't like it. I think you should give it a try. Now's a good time know. to get in. Yeah, um, you're, it's fu- you're gonna like it. It's funny you do the rip and tear joke because those are literally the first words of Doom Eternal: are rip and tear until and it tear. is done. Rip and tear. Uh, um, but it's a crazy, crazy cool, nice little release, especially just for being quarantined. I think people are gonna remember Animal Crossing as the game that made that, them feel very relaxed. It got them through all of this, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna make them just feel really relaxed, and for Doom. It's just going to make them say, yeah, this was fucking mindless fun. This it's, was nice to pass time. And that's the thing that's great about the balance of it is, like, I'll sit down later tonight and play a bunch of Doom, and then when it's like, you need a quick break, like, it's getting too hectic, it's like, all right, I need to relax for a little bit. Just pick up the Switch and check, like, you know, check in on my Animal Crossing town. Like, yeah, they're exactly. polar opposites, but both cathartic in their own ways. Yeah, and I know even IGN did, like, some funny shit where... They mix the art for both of them. So, like, say for the review of Animal Crossing, they have the Doom Slay. Uh, they have Isabel just like chopping up demons. Naturally. And on the Doom review, they have uh, the Doom Slayer just on the beach fishing. Perfect. Yeah. So there's just a lot of fun between it, and I think that they're both awesome releases. Um, I think it's funny too because you know, this is literally the epitome of there was time now to just play yeah. games, or at least that's how I feel too. But at the same time, I'm trying. I still feel. Like, I can't play too many games as much as I want because time just passes so mindlessly. I don't know. Genuinely, I know it's a meme nowadays, but I genuinely lose track of time. And I I often just wake up and say, oh, what day is it again? Like, oh, shit, it's Saturday. Time passes, but also, like, I think it's important to, like, keep in a slight routine during all of this. Like, one of my main things was, I'm like, all right, I can't go to the gym, but I have fucking ring fit. So I'm going to try and do at least, like, an hour to an hour and a half of that a day. Yeah, and everybody's losing their goddamn minds because they have to just talk to others, take a walk. I The other day, I was just remind, remembering, oh, wait, it's not like the air is poisonous. You can go walk. Yeah, you can go for a go walk. Go for a just, nice little six-feet self-isolated walk. Just be cautious, yeah. Yeah. I had to um, brave out into the fighting pits the other day because I had to go get paper towels. I, I held it as long as I could. And then finally, I was just taking another sheet off the old roll, and then it went empty, and I said, well, old girl... Looks like her time is up. I just had to go. And out I put there. on put on my gas mask and I headed out into the world. Yeah, because well, it, it's it's kind of nuts because it's so quiet out there. But also, yeah, the stores, at least the ones near me, they really don't. They have all the essentials. Like I haven't ran into the case where there's no essentials. We've like, not I've hit seen a point. screenshots from L.A. or just from cities around the world where they're barren, and it has not been like that well, near me. Just from talking to people, like I, we haven't hit the point where the supply chains are in trouble yet. And, like, talking to people at stores, they've been like, we have shit. It's just a matter of how fast we can pack it out. So, like, you get here in the morning, and there's stuff. Yeah, the only thing I've seen that often isn't in abundance is toilet paper and the paper towels. But I went to my local bodega. There's a little hidden treasure right there. And they were they were stuffed. I went to see Bodega Cat. Yeah, I went to go see the Bodega Cat. Because it doesn't affect him. And I got my paper towels. Everything is all good. Perfect. Uh, but- but yeah, uh, during this time of quarantine and during the time of Corona, I beat The Last of Us. Perfect. And it was very good. 
I so also what? beat the DLC Left Behind. Also very both- good. Yes. Um, Let me ask you, as long as you're uh, thinking in that, that regard, because um, this is one of the questions I wanted to ask you. Now, knowing how that game ends, what do you think that means for the plot of The Last of Us 2? Well, you know what? Let's deep dive into this. So, if you've never played The Last of Us and you don't want spoilers, turn off the episode. Anyways. Get, get uh, out of here. So Go on. I, turn off the episode, because I, I had not, I have avoided spoilers for this entire I game I can't believe you, you have. Years. I genuinely didn't even know. I didn't know the ending. I didn't know anything. I was actually quite surprised at how lucky I was. Um, Like, it's good in the, like, everything about the delivery of, like, Ellie's final lines and everything. It it, it all comes together so well. I didn't expect it to end the way that it did. Actually, by the time spring rolled around and the events were unfolding where um, Joel essentially was going to save Ellie from... Having surgery done on her to from the fireflies, uh, it all just progressed very quickly. Mm-hmm. And essentially, the last time I was talking about this, I think it was the week ago. Uh, I was just going to Tommy's house at, or uh, finding Tommy and finding Billy. But um, yeah, Ellie gets to the fireflies, or Joel and Ellie are successful, and they're going to operate on her to make a vaccine. And Joel is not about that at all because Ellie will die in the process. And yeah, the fungus it, it became a moral question of, would you have let that happen? And so the ending of Joel lying to Ellie when he escapes the fireflies with her and shoots up pretty much everybody. Uh, I was feeling a whole moral dilemma throughout the entire time of doing this just because, I, I don't know, Joel at this point in the game did not give any fucks. Like, he, he was well, absolutely out of fucks to give. It's and the matter of killed unequivocally and without bias to anybody who got in his way. And the main question at the end is like, is it like his place to get in the way of the quote unquote greater good? Would it have even done anything what they were trying to accomplish? And I think the bigger question for me is, I think we're going to explore obviously the ramifications of him lying to her in the sequel. But I also feel like she's, she knows at the very least something isn't right and she's just not going to push him on it. Like yeah, when that they... was the whole thing too. I, well, I think she knew, at least in my opinion. So basically for those, just as a recap, if you didn't, for whatever reason, keep this in your, your memory, uh, Joel murders, murders the ever-living hell out of just about everybody in the hospital uh, where Ellie was getting surgery on and takes Ellie and then tells Ellie, nope, uh, they didn't need you anymore. They found um, other people. They they're, found they're other people plenty. and they're going to develop a cure. Don't worry about it. And Ellie just at the very end says, okay, and then it cuts to black, which I didn't expect. I actually did not expect that to happen so abruptly. Um, I would have done the same thing, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. It's hard um, to put yourself in a more in a situation like that. The, because the two well the two questions I asked myself immediately because number one I, I didn't expect it to just end like that. Um, I actually expected there to be like an after credit scene or just something, some kind of resolution. But I think it's better wasn't. For, for ending that way. Well, yeah, I I sat on it for a good day because I was just thinking about it, and I think it just sat better that way too. I don't think you need it's a stronger to know, ending because this was with the expectation where nobody thought that there would be a sequel. Um, if it had ended like that. I think I would have been fine if totally. the entire story just ended and just kept it up to you interpretation. Just said, what do you think would happen at that point and just left it alone? Um, I think there was two questions, though. It was one, would I have done the same thing that Joel did, which was murder just about everybody just to save her and prevent the vaccine from being made, which would result in a cure, saving humanity in the See, long run? The, the thing that's tougher for me is if you listen to a lot of those audio diaries, I think it's made pretty clear that they don't even know if that'll be able to yield a cure. 
Yeah, but they were pretty, I think they were pretty damn sure. I, I also didn't want to, I thought about that too, but I didn't want to dabble too far into that because that kind of defeats the entire journey's purpose. You know, if that, if that ended up being the case, so I think at that point the, they were pretty damn sure it was going to happen. Well, I don't even know that I think they were pretty damn sure it was going to happen. I know that they were certain they exhausted all of their avenues. So this was the yeah. only thing left to try. I actually think if that was the case where it was a maybe, I think that would have ruined the story for me anyway. I, I don't think I would have liked that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was that question. Would you do that too? Would you rescue Ellie? And two, did Ellie actually believe Joel? And did he think? And did she think that I, he was lying? I think that she does. And I, she knows. I, I think at the very least she knows. Something about his story doesn't add up, but she doesn't want to sort of crack this bubble of this life they've forged now. Like, she finally feels like she's a part of a family, and it's just that simple exchange where he says, she's like, so they really didn't need me? They're, they're really going to figure it out? And he's just like, yeah, and she just says, all right. And, and she just accepts that as her reality. Yeah, because um, it's and easier I was o- way. I was okay. I was actually okay with that. I, first of all, I'm, o- I'm okay with both, even if she truly believed Joel. I think in the second game, it'll come to a head eventually. I think it'll come to a head split. in uh, some form of... My best guess to sort of launch the ever-moving plot of why would Ellie leave, like, where would she go, what would happen to spur a new adventure for her, I think some Firefly remnant has to come into contact with uh, Joel and Ellie's new group, um, and has to know who they are. And this, and this will tell you, the game will tell you, honestly, no matter, I was actually quite grateful that I finished it now, because Mm. if I finished it back, like, I don't know, six, seven years ago, just thinking... Oh wow! You know what a great game, and then you had to wait all this time. God, that would yeah. Sucked. It's it's fresher that in your mind so much. <laughs> but you know, you know, at the same time though, when I was playing this, I didn't really feel bad for. There was a time where uh, what was it? Uh, Ellie was getting captured by those. I don't know. Was it was the guy a molester or something? He was he sexually was... assaulted or something? Okay, I think that was heavily implied. But also the, the they... half cannibal, half assaulted. Yeah, I was gonna say. Also, they were they were cannibals. But I think like it was heavily implied that that was his intention. Like that he was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna take care of you. I'm, I'm yeah, like he was grooming her to take yeah. advantage of her. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Whether they come right out and say that, that was to me very clearly the implication. Yeah. Um, there was the time, there was the scene where Joel was torturing those guys after he regains consciousness, and he just didn't give a shit. Uh, he just, without any mercy at all, like, forced them to tell him that, uh, tell him where Ellie was, Mm -hmm. and then killed him immediately. And I was thinking, whoa, this is it, forget about it. And... It kind of came into a bigger picture for me because, yeah, to these people or just to anybody else who's out there in these wastelands, he really is just some maniac running around with a little girl because nobody knows the context of what's happening. With oh, her. yeah, absolutely. So he is just a one-man murder machine, and he's just running around like a goddamn hobo. He's a goddamn efficient everybody murder apart. machine. Um, and Ellie's also just a, a girl that's also just killing people. So it, it was pretty it was pretty fucked when you're thinking about it in the grand scheme of everything. And um, I, I'm pretty excited to see more of that. I'm actually just really glad I waited this long. Because it's a good game, for sure. And if anybody hasn't played it at this point, I, I mean, if you're like me, you pick it up. It's quite short. I don't think it was too long, and time just kind of slipped. No, it's, it's I not finished terribly it. long. When it ended, I was thinking, oh shit, is it over already? Just because time just went by so fast in that game. It feels um, more like watching a movie than playing a game in a lot of ways. Yeah, and that's... I was thinking about that too, as just what an achievement it was. Because Naughty Dog 
when they were making Uncharted, was kind of dabbling into those scenes as their, well. Their games are so cinematic. It's such a PlayStation trademark now to have games like that. Because even God of War is like that in certain design oh, aspects. It, it's Obviously, so... it relies heavily more on the gameplay elements than anything else, but... Well, that's they, what sets it they're apart. They're adopting these cinematic experiences now, and Microsoft doesn't really develop those. No, um, I not can't really name. Way. It's almost like a PlayStation. Tra- it's almost like a PlayStation stamp. You, mm. you would know it's a game like that, made from PlayStation or just for PlayStation, if it was like that. Um, totally. But I really dug it. Fuck it, it, it was awesome. Uh, Joel is a maniac. I wouldn't want his help in the future for anything. The guy's a bad man. Bad man. Bad man. But he, he wears that it. shirt that Vegeta has. And I hope the game isn't delayed in May because now it's kind of open. You never know. Um, I, th- I think they're just going to go digital only. Well, I was going to say, I think the main thing is, and I think we're going to see this with a lot of stuff, uh, I think a lot of stuff is going to just be digital. I think it's pretty clear that's what Final Fantasy VII is going to be doing. Oh, uh, I almost had a mini heart attack when, um, mini heart attack about the fucking game, but I almost had a mini heart attack when Square Enix said, hey, we don't know what's going on with these uh, physical releases. Yeah, so no, I, I looked saying. at, I had a heart attack because a lot of outlets that were covering it, their headline was very misleading. It was. And well, being like, Final Fantasy VII, potentially delayed. And then you go into the article, it's like, potentially delayed in physical form. And I'm like, oh, I'll live. Like, I was well, going to get it physical. Well, also, when you saw the but... Square Enix message, where they just wrote those paragraphs, because you didn't get to the end yet, where they blatantly said, hey, there's going to be shipping delays or something. It made it yeah. look like the game was going to be delayed. Like, I, the, I game is already, oh, man. the game's already gone gold. So yeah. it's it's done. It's the Pushing the digital version is going to not be an issue whatsoever. Nope. It'll be cool. I'm pretty um, excited for that, though. Persona's uh, coming. Persona's coming. Uh, I pre-ordered the uh, the special edition of that, and Amazon has not sent me any stuff about it being delayed, which it did for Final Fantasy VII. Well, that was because I believe it was just Square, Enix, Square Enix's, you know, decision. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. That's we'll see true. what happens. Um, if there ends up being some kind of problem with that, I might end up. I might just wait for the physical version, even if it's delayed, because I'm going to have so much to be playing anyway. I don't even give a shit. I'm on the island right now. I'm on an Animal totally. Crossing island. My life is forfeit. Speaking of other islands, uh, I'm still playing some Murder Island. You still playing Warzone? Uh, yeah. I finally won From one of those. Time, yeah. I don't oh, know if you I, I don't saw, know if you I heard. remember you, you, you sent me the picture. How did it feel? Uh, it felt real good. I got the last kill of the match, too. Very um, nice. I was playing with our friends Nick and Vinny. Uh, we are, we're going at, we're in that final circle, calling stuff out. Uh, Vinny called out the last squad guy who managed to down him, but I managed to get in there and back him up. And the, the victory screen screen for Warzone is probably one of my favorite battle royale victory screens. It's like um, a movie. Yeah. It shows you like extracting on a chopper and then credits start to roll that say in memory of, and the name of every player that died in the match goes by. And then it shows the name of your squad as they like end of a Metal Gear game style, give a thumbs up to each other inside a helicopter. I know, and that's it, though. When you are when you win, that that's it. It shows yeah. you a brief cinematic, you're done. And it feels good. It feels good, I tell you that much. Um, But, yeah, it still ends up being really good. We talked about it last episode, too. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, it's just if you have people to play with, I think it's great. I don't have any new huge revelations about it, but it's still fun. Uh, there's solos now. So that's Wait, cool. what is there? There's solos now. Oh. Well, that's fun. Eh, I don't know. I don't think I'd ever want to play the game solo. I like squads, but, you know, if you're just itching for it and nobody's around, it's nice that it's an option. Yeah, I agree. If you just don't want to have people fit in there. But, yeah, overall, a lot of good releases, though. You could sink your time into doing anything. Right now, I think the next game on the docket 
I want. I'm finishing another playthrough of Fallen Order actually. Okay. Just because I felt like I rushed through the first time, it's a great and I game. really didn't get to absorb it. So now I'm playing it through one more time because I already had started another file, and it's just still fun. It's just still, a great game. still a great game. Yeah, I like to break up my uh, Animal Crossing time, play around that for a few hours, pick some weeds for like three hours, and then go back and then uh, chop some people up with lightsabers. That's that's kind of what I've been doing with Doom. Yeah, but uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. So now I'm just chopping away at the backlog, and hopefully by the end of this, I'll be able to play some more games. Awesome. There's infinite time now. Cause there's time gives a shit now. Anymore. Yeah. I was just I was waiting for me to boot up my computer, my PlayStation. It's just short circuits. That's, yeah, no, but it's not fair. And I fair. just sit there and I'm just, yeah, exactly. I go, it's not fair. It sucks. Um, but a lot of, a lot of good time. Fucking Burgess Meredith. Uh, uh, other new stuff. We got to look at the architecture of the, uh, the Xbox. I, who can fucking remember the name? Cause they're so confusing at this point. Um, and the PS5. Uh, right, the PS5 little spec discussion. Yeah, Dana Carvey came out to tell us about it. It was really weird. He came out, and I was thinking, Dana Carvey, what the fuck are you <laughs> what doing What are you doing here? here? Uh, Mark Cerny's an awkward dude. but uh, Mark Cerny's a genius. He came out, he revealed the Death Star plans. <laughs> yeah, he literally went to the podium and said, everybody to his fake silhouette audience... Yeah, okay, well, that's what I was going to ask you about. Those five heads, I'm like, those were fake, <laughs> right? Like, why did we do that? <laughs> Nobody At was first, there. I was watching it for a good 20 minutes thinking, oh, it's real. And then I thought, because the same patterns kept happening on screen with those silhouettes, is could it be fake? Would they do this? And then I realized it totally was because the silhouettes did not block the PlayStation logo once on purpose. so weird. I know. Um, it's odd. But they talked about the power coming out behind that stuff. And Xbox talked about some similar stuff. Um, and one of the main things I want to address is, like, I was kind of on Twitter sounding off about this shit because... Microsoft was talking about proprietary hard drives, and at first, I was like, this is bullshit, this is a step backwards. <laughs> Microsoft's um, just talking all about it, this is fucking bullshit. And then I started doing a little more delving in, and from, from what I can understand, because if you look at the specs of this stuff, compared to a PC, it doesn't look like anything terribly impressive. What seems to be the impressive bit is the power they're managing to get out of these drives, and they're finally using solid states, it took them long enough. Um... So my understanding is the storage expansions need to be proprietary because yes. if you're not using a hard drive that's up to spec, you're not going to be able to get like the stable frame rates and resolutions they're trying to get. Um, it's going to cost a pretty penny though. It, it is, but I'm it sure seems it'll like cost a pretty penny. If you want a console that's going to compete with a PC, it seems like a necessary evil at this point. Yeah, honestly, it's just based on personal preference. Um, do you want that essentially? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think PlayStation might end up doing something similar because the specs, again, are similar. Um, and uh, people were saying, you know, the, the PS5 in particular, people who got to look at that hardware were saying it's the most exciting console in years because of that aspect, because of the power they're able to get out of these drives. Yeah, and it's going to blow the door wide open as to what's possible. I know devs are going to push that to the limits. It's going to be crazy. And we're going to have the same thing. We're going to have some very tech demo-y stuff at the beginning, I'm sure. And then, you know, two, three years down the line, when people really know the hardware, that's when you're going to see the really impressive shit. Well, I know that um, throughout the entire presentation, Cerny was just giving, you know, in-game examples as to how that will really expand itself. And even the Tempest engine for the audio... Um, they were using Dead Space, and I almost, I was yeah, thinking, ah, oh, shit! <laughs> I almost got out of my chair, I'm like, oh! And, um... Nice for Dead Space to get some love. Well, first of all, Cerny was like, hey, 
let's talk about Dead Space for a second. And then he looked and he went, I know, old school. And I was just sitting there going, ha yeah, <laughs> thanks. you got that right. Old school, as I just wiped a tear away from my face and held my heart. Um, but he was using the audio examples as to how you can hear the necromorphs um, from a pre-position, predetermined position and how now the Tempest engine will give you an idea of a surrounding environment and actually suck you into that to not make it seem so directional and make yeah. it just more of, oh, like, where actually is the fuck is that coming from? It's more of the surround sound experience. I cannot wait to see what games really push the envelope for audio and just really immerse it, you into it. It's going to be amazing, and it's going to be one of those things, again, where, like, oh, I might be time to invest in a, a new uh, headset when this kind of stuff's happening. On the other hand, I didn't give a flying fuck. Where's the dead space? I, I really, I really thought he was just going to say, hey, guys. Ca- he, Capcom let Mark Cerny announce a new dead space for PlayStation 5. This guy 5. picked the most throwaway example, the most oddest examples to explain the system functionalities. Only, And th- this is why people nitpick and say, oh, is there going to be backwards compatibility with all these consoles? The man chooses Jack 2. He <laughs> picks the map of Jack 2. The sound design of Dead Space, just to give some throwaway examples yeah. to really explain what he was talking about. And yes, he was doing it more so, I believe, just because they were great examples to showcase of what those he was things. talking about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they were just amazing games to talk about where they made strides in that. But everybody else is nitpicking because right now PlayStation, they only announced that there's backwards compatibility with PlayStation 4. Which yes. was a bummer for a lot of people, because a lot of people, like myself, built it up in their heads thinking, this is it, baby. Because there was talk about it. Yeah. There was. Um, but he did explain it would just cost money. Uh, to put in backwards compatibility for previous consoles, it costs a lot of dosh. And it also makes the console heavier. And they don't want that either. So chances are it's just going to be PS4 backwards compatibility. But the fact that this man was using Jack 2 for an example... It's kind of wild. Yeah, from well, map to layout. Well, to be fair, if you want to hit up a limited run, you can get the Jack 2 for PS4. <laughs> My God. Um, but I thought it was really cool. This was a GDC talk demo. Oh, 100%. Uh, or rather, a talk, uh, a talk panel. And I have to say, PlayStation's team for doing this and making it as widely available to the public as they did was such a big fucking mistake. I don't know why they did well, it in this here, way. here's the thing. A lot of these GDC talks are normally this widely available. It's just more people were talking about it because all the shit that's going on, people are home, there's no E3 happening. And I think because of that, there was a miscommunication about what this was. It, it just... Well, that's the thing, though. Was it really a miscommunication? Because no, the way that I, they marketed I, it, they were saying, hey, they're calling it the road to PS5 number one. Number two, people were saying, hey, get a first look at the PS5. And yes, they did say it was a GDC talk, but consumers are not going to think that. They're consumers not going to think, oh, don't hey, GDC necessarily talk, know what GDC it's just going to be tech. And yeah. everybody else, as ignorant as they were, people were not happy. You had about 600,000 people viewing it at the time. Watching, watching the audience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, watching Cerny. And nobody gave a shit about Cerny for the most part in the majority. I mean, I'll, for the developers and the engineers, they loved it. I I'll liked always it. give a shit about Cerny. Yeah, I liked it just because I was thinking, damn, the PS5 is going to be fast. Mm-hmm. But you want to know what the main takeaway was that everybody had? Um, no backwards compatibility. Uh, full backwards compatibility, I should say. And they only heard the teraflop count for a PS5 and then said Xbox is better. And that's what people ran away with. Yeah. And now they're just shelling out for console wars yet again. So Absolutely. It really didn't help. And we didn't get a console design yet. 
And no, I'm thinking do. they don't have it yet. I personally think they don't fucking got it. They've got to have a shell by this I point. I bet they just have a shell. I bet you they don't have the finalized design. Oh, yeah, I would be calling it. That They've got to have something. They, there's definitely... They might be working with a few different shells at this point, but they've got to have something. I don't know. You never know. I've yet to see it, so hopefully they just get to uh, show it later. And um, actually have everybody give a crap. But other yeah. than that, I got Animal Crossing. I think Animal time Crossing, care. baby. I don't have time um, to care. Any other big newsies going down? Fuck no. Guys, no. You get, you get I guess Corona around here. I guess this is a shorter week than I, I had imagined. Hell no. What do you mean? Absolutely not. I'm here to talk. One more you got. Video games. Talk so, to me. Tell me this. Did you have any islanders visit your place yet, or what? Um, like wash up on the shore. I had Gulliver arrive. How do how do you get Gulliver to arrive? How do I get bodies on my shores? Um, okay, well here's the thing. I'm gonna walk you this. Gulliver shows up just to hang out the way he used to. He's not an actual resident. Um, I've got three people that should be moving in soon. Um, here's what you have to do. Have you done island expeditions yet? Uh, I didn't go on my first one yet. No, I'm gonna do okay. that later. Okay. When you go on an island expedition, which is a new feature in Animal Crossing, basically a randomly generated island will appear, so you can hang out there and go grab some resources and then fly back. When you get to these islands, there's a random villager on the island, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you could go talk to them, and they like will basically every time, like the first time you talk, you're like, "Wow, this tropical island's so cool. I wish I lived on a tropical island." And then if you could, you talk to them again, you could be like, "Hey." Come live on my island. Oh, and then... Um, just poach people? You'd be like, hey, come come live on my island. Come back here. I'll give you all the deets. Dangerous. And then the next day... all that good shit. <laughs> you know how in the morning Tom Nook gives his uh, daily announcement? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Nook will be interrupted in the middle of it by his phone ringing. Uh, someone calling to set up their travel package. That's And they just wash up on shore? Well, no, they arrive like you did. Oh. Do other um, people just randomly wash up on shore? I don't know. Uh, that's entirely possible. It, it all seems like it's done through the travel package thing, because what happens at that point is you're the town representative, so Tom Nook actually asks you to pick the spot where their house is going to be put. Oh, boy. Uh, which, again, is something people wanted for a long time, because it lets you plan your town a little bit better, because there's no randomness to a villager being like, I'm going to put my house in your front yard, and I'm like, excuse me, sir... <laughs> Excuse me, sir, you you can't do that. There's rules here now. We have a city planner. This is madness. Well, because I'm thinking, you know, it's only been, what, two days since, well, three days technically since the release of the game. I'm trying to just keep up with everybody. Like, I can't even imagine buying the game now, today. Because I've missed out now. There's a a whole timeline of the crowds. I actually, fully worth noting, (laughs) I was talking to uh, Vinny, our friend, uh, the other day, and I was disappointed that he was still on day one because he couldn't open his airport gate yet. And I need to visit his island before I could send him a postcard. And I was trying to send him a birthday card. <laughs> it's just, it's just fun, and you're trying to keep up with everybody too. And they'll say, "Oh, did you build a bridge yet?" Like you at the beginning. Did you build yeah. your bridge? I'm like, no. Well, I didn't. Like literally, that's what I was working on while I sat at the desk before you called me. On I know, Skype. but I feel like I'm feel like I'm missing everything. You're, like, you're, if a week passes by, they're gonna say, "Hey, Eric, did you build the robot yet?" I'm gonna say, "What?" The, Everyone's the, just gonna laugh at me in villager. <laughs> you fucking idiot. in villager. You, you absolute buffoon. Yeah, and they just take the audio recording. And go, hey, everybody, this guy hasn't built his giant robot yet. I'm just thinking, please. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was gonna go, I go, hey, how'd you guys catch all this big fish? I go, well, I used bait. There's bait? <laughs> There's bait, yes! <laughs> it's just everybody makes fun of me. I'm just like, fuck all of you. 
but Why? also now during quarantine time, I'm also just I'm just growing out my facial hair. I just said fuck it. And me too. I, I stopped shaving. Quarantine beard. I stopped shaving because um, my boss like would normally bitch about that stuff, but there's bigger fish to fry. Leave me alone. He's not here right now, Rich. You could do anything here. It's a safe space. <laughs> you can grow Quar- out whatever you want. Quarantine beard. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, you know, what's what's gonna really be the indicator of being in a quarantine? And it's just gonna be growing the beard. Get that be, quarantine beard. Being Tom Hanks. I was thinking of buying Ring Fit just for fitness. Uh, it's really hard to get right now. I and I've been. Damn u- it! I knew it. I been, fell off behind. Yeah, I already had it. I've been using it. Uh, like I said, uh, try and do like an hour to an hour and a half of that a day since I can't actually go to the gym. This is upsetting. This is upsetting. Well, this is just great. Well, I've been doing this like uh, home brewed. A little workout plan where like hey just do like 50 push-ups and do the one punch it's, man workout and i was like all yeah, right cool it's something man do it and you know go for a walk when you can i know but i wanted to fight the buff dragon with the abs oh I dude it all he, to mean something i need to ab guard for that dragon he's he's like you're pathetic your abs are squishy and then i squat <laughs> him to death <laughs> you just go up to me and just go how about these how well about my these favorite abs? part is have you seen how the attacks like animate no, it's I like seen any it's of like it. you do a squat and then when you stand up from squat position, like a fist just materializes and punches the dragon. What the fuck? I need I need those squats to really mess with my to really get my glutes really I rock hard. I just go up to him and say, "Sup, bitch." Well, the best part is, like I told you in the past, that game really kicks your ass in terms of you squatting, and it's like not low enough. <laughs> you can't do it. This guy's weak. I'm just crying. Like, sir, please. please. Stop. Looks like you gotta do some more push-ups there, buddy. What's the matter, cupcake? Cupcake. What's the matter, baby? <laughs> so what, what's your uh, what's your quarantini goal, though? What are you what are you doing? Oh, by the way, somebody the other day was telling me, hey, I made a quarantini. And oh, I was, thinking, I was I, you kept saying quarantini, and I was gonna ask you if you knew what that was because it's oh, a mar- well now I do. It's a martini where you take emergency and put it around the rim of the glass. Yeah, it's you know, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't I know that like, I do I either. Like humanity to I, uh, stop. We have a we little group. <laughs> you, you and I, our, our friend group, has a little group Snapchat thing going, and I appropriately asked this morning. I think when is it okay to start drinking? Like yeah, what, exactly? What, what time is acceptable? Okay. Well, when because now I mean I'm fortunate enough to work from home, and it's. I ask myself when, when can I just have like a beer? Yeah, no, I, I, whatever you want, man, right now. Um, I'm still going into work every day, but I can't imagine that's going to last much longer. Yeah, it was, it was just. What, what's your quarantine goals, though? What are you gonna do? Um, I want to get through some games. Uh, on uh, I, I, I would like to keep you know doing our wonderful podcast and all that stuff. Uh, well, that's on, why I wanted to talk to you here today on the air. On the air? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted uh, to talk to you on the air. It's over. I am what? Due to self isolation, I can't be speaking with you. No, Eric, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the CDC's rules. Uh, I'm trying to stay in my workout routine. Uh, mm-hmm. somewhat via the ring fit. Um, and I'm working on building, uh, over at, at swordchomp.com. We are, I am working on building an editorial side to that website. Uh, oh. so I, so I can be a, a games writer once more. We're getting into the paper industry, huh? Get, yeah. Get, it's a good time as any the print industry is hot right now. D- you know, I love print media. Yeah. Th- there's been no better time for print media you, than today. You love print media. <laughs> do, do you read the paper? You you actually buy the paper on the streets, like yeah, every yeah, I really day. Enjoy it every day. Um, I personally, I'm trying to just. 
I just, I mean, I started with The Last of Us, and I beat that in less than a week. It's amazing how much you could do when, when you, you put your when mind you buckle to down, yeah. Yeah, when you just buckle down. Like, I dedicated maybe an hour or two every night to just playing the game, and I was done with it. I was thinking, You're wow, done with is this what it's like to it. beat the games you get? I'd like to um, get through Doom. Um, yeah. I, uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm actually pretty disappointed about this, so I'll let you know about it now right here on air. Because um, I, figured, <laughs> I figured we would have a, a housewarming for you at some point, probably in September now. Um, I had ordered you a housewarming gift, but Redbubble told me they don't know when it'll ship now. <laughs> but Redbubble said, we don't sell anything anymore. Well, listen, I really wanted to invite people over, even, well, this was before, you know, the whole pandemic. Yeah. But I was waiting for my couch. I, I, I'm going to talk about the tragedy of this couch for the rest oh, of my so do you life. Oh, so do you still not have the couch yet? I haven't checked no. it on you this for There's a no while. couch here, and I know we, listen... I know we're all in troubling times here as a society, and people are dying. This is no time to complain about a couch, and I agree with you, but I just need a couch for my own sanity at this point. No, I, I get really it, man. Just, I really would just enjoy sitting down, just not on a hard wooden stool. A simple love seat would suffice. I, I genuinely believe that at the end of this pandemic, my ass is just going to be like the villager's ass, flat as a door. No, flat as a door. No, the villager's ass is not. It's... Flat as a it's door, very and flat, I think that's yeah. going to be me. I think life is going to imitate the art that I've been playing. I'm sorry um, that happened to you. No, but I, I go to reach out about this couch, because that's what I've been waiting for. Even if, you know, even if this whole thing didn't happen, which, yeah, yeah that'd be nice. But uh, I was waiting for the couch just to have people, because right now there's just standing room, and that's fine, but not really. So I messaged this couch company, and after about a month endeavor of this couch company, I finally got a shipping notification about a week ago, and I was really excited because... You know, finally. Yeah. I had to threaten cancellation because it was supposed to only take two weeks. And, you know, these people, they, they come to me, and I'm not going to say the company. They were fine. But they were just, you know, by the end of this saying, hey, didn't know if you knew this, but we're in California. And I don't think, I don't know if you're aware, but there's some shit happening in California. And I was thinking, you know, I didn't know that. Thanks. Thanks At for that. At the time. I, I haven't been reading the news. No, well, this is a week ago. So yeah. I'm well aware. So uh -huh. I was thinking, you know, I didn't know about that. Thank you. But I just wanted updates because these people would go dark every week and then yeah, tell me, oh, it's, it's coming like, at the end of this week. They would always say it's coming. If, so if that was my problem. it's not feasible at this point, I get it. But I just want yeah, to know what's me. happening. Yeah, I told them. I didn't even give a shit if they delivered it now or ever. I understand. You just but want just like a straight answer. Yeah, because you're spending quite a little money on it. So anyways, I get the shipping notification and... I haven't seen an update of this couch leaving uh, San Paolo in California since. And I don't know if it's because it hasn't left California because the whole city is or in Or because lockdown. the, like, postal service is such upheaval that, like, yeah. It could be one truck traveling cross-country. Who's to say? Who knows? So they say it's supposed to come tomorrow. We'll see. But I'm, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if it's in lockdown. It's just a saga of it's it's my own personal saga of the couch, and it is first world problem through and through. I acknowledge this, but people, please understand, it's this is all I got now. The man this just wants it. to sit. This is all I got. My ass, it's screaming, and I can't help it. But it yeah. yells out in anguish. But that's that's the couch saga. I my my personal goal is though I do want to just try to beat some more games that I've had. Especially ones that have released the past month. Um, yeah, totally. Or Just two. Stop building a backlog. Well, yeah, because eight Mar end of March, it, Persona's coming in a week at the end of yeah, this week. It is. Um, and I really want to try that game. And then Final and Fantasy VII, not too long after. I, I'm going to drop everything for it, genuinely. And um, so kind of just trying to 
manage my first world problems and keep myself busy. We'll see what happens. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, that's, awesome. That's, that's the life there. But if you have a Nintendo Switch, perfect time. Boot that shit up. Play some games. Play some Animal Crossing. Go on an island adventure. Read a book. Listen to that one vinyl that you've been really looking forward to. Yeah, read a like book. Like your Stardew Valley. Put, put on the Springtime LP, which is the Ooh. pink one, and listen. Uh, yes. I also got Hollow Knight, which is a really pretty looking uh, vinyl. That's an orchestral album? Or... Yes, orchestral. That's very nice. Um, and the other one I got, which I was shocked Fangamer had, but I was like, oh, I need to get... I got Snatcher uh, on vinyl. How, how's that? It's it's pretty great. Uh, very weird. Like the the entire the album art is fantastic. Um, the the design of the vinyls themselves is like uh, it's one of those clear vinyls, but they're like covered in blood splatter. Yeah, um, yeah it sure is. And that music still sounds really good. Like you know, synthy as hell because it's basically um, Blade Runner the video game. Uh, so I see you're finally whole hog in the vinyl game now. Did you uh, finally play Plague of Shadows? Um, I I play the the vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I did. I totally, totally It's like did. an emergency break glass in case you have It was, yeah, game. no, I, I, t- you know what it was? Like, now that I'm collecting more, I just kind of cleared a spot on the bookshelf for the vinyl. Yeah. Um, like, I had played it once previously, like, before I got it, but then I put it behind the glass. Um, but yeah, now I've, I've, I've popped that bad boy in. I was just thinking, too, away from even games and just life in general, I was just thinking how weird now society just is in terms of what state it's in like i can't walk outside anymore well not that that's a problem it's just you can't walk outside anymore without seeing total isolation in the streets it's crazy but also even doing like my even doing minor chores or tasks like oh i like the other day i had to actually go out to do do laundry so it it felt like for a moment i was thinking it's not safe out there because it's not so to a degree it's not yeah yeah so long as you're just practicing you know, proper distancing from people. Safe sex. It'll be okay. <laughs> Safe sex. Did you see how the CDC actually released some outline for the se- for having sex? Don't be fucking. <laughs> yeah, just don't be fucking. But not only that, people are mad thirsty out there nowadays. Social isolation oh. is going to make everybody you know, become why are you? Rabbits. Why are you all so horny? <laughs> Everybody's just lonely and horny. Meanwhile, the public's just saying, we were always like that. You just refuse to open your eyes. <laughs> Um, Everyone's no, so horny you... now, Eric. <laughs> I'm telling you, you go out on the streets, people are just giving you the sex eyes. It's really bad out there. Oh, God. Um, but I went to go do my laundry, and even just touching the machines, opening doors, it just feels weird. I just have this constant alarm blaring in my head just saying, Corona. It's and like, I'm wondering if that's fear-mongering or if it's just the actual state of affairs today. It's just like you're constantly on guard. Like, and... I had this weird moment the other night where I just, I, I had popped on the vinyl. I was listening to, like, one of the nighttime songs for uh, Springtime in Stardew Valley. And I just laid down on my floor and stared at the ceiling for, like, 15 minutes. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. But we've been doing pretty well. I mean, we, we've been, I mean, you've been going out for work, but you have to. But we've been self-isolating pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I've been, my number one rule is since I do still have to go back out for work. I wake up in the morning, I go to work. I come straight home, um, and the first thing I do is shower and throw the clothes I was wearing in the washing machine. Yeah, I um, whenever I go out, even for I always go out just for a minute, just to get the essentials. Like earlier, I got paper towels. Mm. It was a fucking nightmare. I've also and been keeping Clorox in the car because I've been doing the steering wheel and the shifter in the car when good. I'm driving. Uh, but I go and I Purell up. I just take off everything, and then I'm just I'm, I'm clean. I, I have to be washing. pure. Yeah, I have to be pure. I go into my bathtub full of Purell, and I just go. 
I keep thinking of that, that always sunny image of uh, Danny DeVito just shaved and covered in Purell. I have to be pure. Or him crawling out of the couch just yeah. being absolutely sweaty. Uh, it's, it's exactly like that. But you know, I, I genuinely just feel like you just go in your bathtub and you just go, must be clean, must be pure, and just go and slick in and go... <laughs> just like that sound, like, like shoving a spoon in a full tub of yogurt as you slide in. Well, who's the same? Because you know, it's gonna la- they were projecting that this would last at least a month or two. And or at least of self for self isolation, and there's still people out there who just don't get it. It's terrifying. Out in, did you see the video? Oh, the spring of, break. Yeah. Oh my god. I saw it from ABC News. If I get it, I that get one, it. Oh my god. Yeah, that guy exactly. If I get it, I get it. And there were other people saying, "Listen, there's this one woman who said I'm from New Orleans, so I know when things get bad." And I was thinking, I- I- "I'm sorry, I'm sorry. New Orleans has gone through a pandemic over the last yeah. three decades. I'm sorry." I understand that people think that because they've experienced natural disasters or have this is survived a different situation cases. Yeah, this is a pandemic. You can't fight I mean, a virus. This is probably a good time to get into that plague ink everybody's been talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. That'll I've definitely seen 50 ease million my jokes of people saying, "Ha, huh, I we all know how this ends cuz you know plague ink, right?" And I was just thinking, you know, where the fuck do you get And I was off, like, man? first off, sir, I've never finished a game of Plague Inc. because I have ADD. Second off, how dare you? But listen, if you guys haven't done this already, call your friends. Make sure they're hanging 10. Yeah. Make sure th- they're cool. That's, you know? that's, that's one thing I've been saying. Just to is, say um, hi. I have been just texting people kind of out of the blue. been like, hey, how's quarantine going? Yeah. Um, I, I'd, be, I'd be hitting up you personally more often, Eric, if I didn't always know we'd be checking in for this. I know. And plus, we talk in group me and other and Discord yeah. and all that. But, but there are if a few you're not, people, people I reached out you're to. gonna get message from others, and it's gonna be a little out of the blue, and it's gonna be a little weird. But everybody's just lonely it's, out here. Just talk to them. Talk it's to also your fellow friend. One of those situations where like we could always count on the fact of like, hey, we'd go to a bar over the weekend or something and see people. But now I might not know when I'll see those people. So I've just been like, hey, what's what's going on? <laughs> yeah, you get like a message at about seven o'clock just saying, hey man, what's uh what's for dinner? I'm thinking. Huh? <laughs> So you do it. I was uh entertain some people here. I was gonna get Japanese. <laughs> gonna get yeah, and also, I've seen people promoting getting delivery. I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, I, I I'm on that same page. I'm gonna say, especially for like mom and pop places, like support your local businesses because they're it is rough right now. If you, could I think af- it's absolute insanity that Chinese restaurants are taking a hit or Asian restaurants. Oh well, that's I think just that's such insanity. Cultural insanity. Yeah, it's xenophobia. It's insanity. And it's, uh, you know, not to point fucking fingers here, but here's going to point a huge fucking finger. Uh, I'm going to blame the president for that. Oh, yeah. In part. The man who calls it the Chinese virus? Oh, I've seen people on the Facebooks and things, which makes me want to stay off fucking Facebook, being like, you know, this is the lesson to learn here. We need to close our borders with China. I'd be like, if that's the lesson you're taking away from this, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But... I do hope everybody's staying safe out there. Play some games, relax, curl up with your favorite book. If you're not a reader, now's a good time. You could become the most educated motherfucker out there. Now's a good time to subscribe to a podcast. Yes, listen to us some more. But maybe that falls on deaf ears, because if you're listening to this, you're already probably subscribed. And I know I've said it 50 million times. I actually think I am going to stream this week. Because you should. I think you should. Nowadays, I, well, first of all, I'm sure everybody and their grandma is streaming. 
especially in these times. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to try it out. Let's bring it back. Uh, yeah, bring it up. Bring the channel up. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely promote that. Uh, maybe we can even get a joint stream of something going at some point. Maybe some Warzone or something. I want to play that Dino Crisis. Oh, yeah. We do still need to get that going. And, and we're uh, supposed to do that in person. Yeah, I'd prefer to do You know what? One I really do want to do in person still. I, I need to get you a copy of Aviary Attorney. I No, Rich, please. I, during these hard times... During these hard times, these this bird attorney game, I I'm sure I could scrounge up the e bucks. <laughs> I'm sure I well, can get uh, the e bucks to pay for it. The company's gonna pay for it. The, the company shall pay. Um, but overall, I hope everybody's staying safe out there. Rich, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Today? Uh, I think we covered all our bases. Any personal endeavors. Play Stay- The Last of Us if you haven't already. Yeah. Because uh, I just spoiled the whole goddamn game for you. But it's still worth the ride. Oh yeah, it's it was fun. I could totally see. Because my younger brother beat it, like, eight times. And I was thinking, you know, with games like those, I haven't played Uncharted yet. It's on the backlog. Um, but with games like those, I was thinking, wow, why would you want to replay a story like that? I immediately almost thought about starting it again. It's the same it, reason... It very quickly. It's the same reason you would want to watch a movie a second time. Yeah, it was just very good. But I was ready to boot it up immediately, and that's honestly not something I've done for quite some time. I, I barely ever booted up a game a second time. Um, uh, my right la- after beating it. My last suggestion, uh, it's a great time to go into your Netflix and watch Castlevania. Yeah, I uh, finished that up. That so was did great. I. So did I. Loved it. Uh, loved it, loved it. Hope fantastic it season. I'll give a quick impression of that. I think the, uh, disappointingly to me, I think the weakest plot line of this season was mostly for how the ending led in, Alucard's. Um, yeah, I didn't I, really do much. I, I liked a lot of what they were doing, but then the kind of, like, twist, I guess, with the kids, I I felt it all happened very abruptly and in a way that didn't make sense to me. Without spoiling it for all of you you go-getters out there thinking, will I watch Castlevania? Yeah, you should. You should. But it's real I good. I will say this. Season three, it gets sexy. It does. It gets really sexy. There, there's sex in it. And I was thinking, you know, this is exactly what Castlevania was missing. Sex. To quote, uh... To quote Trevor Belmont, this beer is better than sex. Yeah. And who who could who could argue with him? Um, but overall, keep playing your games. I know that there's a lot of cool indie developers also who oh. are giving their games away for free. And yes. I did want to give them, I almost forgot about that. And I did want to give them I did want to give a few of them a shout out just because it's pretty damn cool. Um, please do that, because I have another I, I love how I'm like, I want to give them a shout out, quickly looks so. <laughs> Cavanaugh, I can hear your keyboard. So Terry Kavanaugh, yeah. who made Dicey Dungeons, um, on Steam, it does say you have to pay for it. Uh, it you can actually get um, VVVVVVV, uh, Dicey Dungeons, Super Hexagon, and a couple of other games. He's giving them away for free. Um, so you can actually download those on your computer if you want. So you should look it up. I don't know if he's still having that All great games. On. Um, ben Prundy, who made the OSTs for Faster Than Light and um, Into the Breach, he gave... He's also promoting his Bandcamp, but you can get his whole discography for free for zero dollars if you can't afford it. Amazing. Or you can obviously contribute and um, pay. It, it, times are hard right now. If you can't afford it, of course, it's always appreciated for people like that. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out that I nearly forgot. Thank you for reminding me of the indie thing. Uh, Sabotage Studios, creator of The Messenger, their Kickstarter is live for Sea of Stars, um, a prequel to The Messenger that is a, a old school tactical RPG. Uh, I'm not sorry. An old school turn-based RPG, tactical would be interesting too. Um, that they've already hit their first stretch goal. Um, I backed it myself personally. 
Uh, it is uh, that studio does great work. Uh, I met those guys a few times, and I uh, Messenger is one of my favorite games of recent memory, so worth checking out. Yeah, absolutely, and absolutely go out there. And if you do have the bucks for it, it I, we talk about Animal Crossing and how it's the best thing to slice bread because you know it is. Always go out there and support the indie developers too when they're selling their games recently as of late. Um, if you do have the money for uh, Sea of Stars, go ahead and fund that too. Um, I'll never say not fund that. It looks fucking incredible, but it, it is a it is an investment. You're not gonna get it for like two years. Yeah, but uh, just like with any Kickstarter. But yeah, if you can if you can afford it and uh, you uh, you believe in it, why not? Why the hell not, right? Listen, in the in the immortal words of Michael Jordan, "Fuck them kids." Wow, thank you. Uh, let's move into housekeeping. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Heather Ramos for our wonderful artwork and Ed Baquette for our intro. Uh, if you got questions, we got answers, geckogamespodcast at gmail.com. Send them on in. Uh, and finally, you can find us on Twitter. I am at the Richmeister Zero, and you, of course, are beautiful underscore Eric. Yep, always. Uh, be on the lookout. Rich and I may stream this week yeah, or totally. next week or so, but I guess we're going to be stuck in here for a while. Yeah, we're going to be stuck. We're going to be stuck with each other for quite a long time, and I'll be damned if I'm not taking anybody else with me. Yep. So, yeah, we're be going on the lookout. Down. Thank you all for listening. If you have any questions, tips, and tricks for staying sane, tell us what you're doing in this self-quarantine. And uh, keep playing those games, and be well. Catch you next time. Bye.